And we are back with another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carla Chua. And yes, unfortunately, I am back to being alone for this episode. Atelier's um, series has come to an end, unfortunately. And if you're new here, hello. Hope you're still going to stick around. Yes, Atelier doesn't come on here all the time. But I had so much, so, 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 so much fun getting to talk to her about something as serious as this. Um, we're not really the type to really talk about, oh, we are naman, but like, gets i just see her as my sister i see her as the girl that's across the hall from me not who you see now she's so amazing and so like accomplished and everything like that so it was cool to talk to her in that way for me like that's not who she is to me kasi. but i guess that's who she is to you guys and delving into that for me personally was very interesting because we're not the type to talk this seriously all the time so yeah um if you guys have come on if you're new here hey what's up hope you had i hope you enjoyed those episodes there are a lot of more guests i want to bring on just like atelia who have so much to say so much wisdom to share i love the people that i surround myself with talaga because I really do have these super duper meaningful conversations with them, super duper meaningful talks. And I just want to record them and have them out here for you guys to to see that we're a fun time to talk to, heart to heart with, and all that. Um, but yeah, so even my like my family members who don't really know me that well, I'm I'm really like reserved and uh pulled like not pulled i don't know what the word is like i i just don't show my full self to my family because i want them to sh- to see me as this put together um proper lady but clearly now it's all out in the open um hopefully they don't see me any like i, I mean I, i'm sure they see me differently now because i've been opening up so um bluntly here but I hope that it just shows you a different side of me and it just adds something new to what you already know about me. Because as much as possible, I do try to be my full and true self and authentic self wherever I go. It's just different sides of me show. And I hope that this doesn't change your view of me, but it just adds more to my character in your eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I just get scared. I st- I spoke to my mom about this um, once the episode came out. And guys, it's amazing, but three minutes into the podcast i'm just gonna say it already that i came out to my mom and it was really crazy that conversation that we had about it like i am so grateful that i got on i had i have this podcast to you know like open up these tough conversations for me because I really would not have come out to my mom otherwise or like I again like you know I I came out to them once before but now I'm like coming out to them again is pretty freaking crazy for me because we were able to have like a proper conversation about that and I'll talk about it in a bit honestly guys this intro that I'm um recording right now is 2 weeks uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Like two weeks after I record this the, this episode, so I don't know what I said in these recordings. Now I don't mem I don't remember like a lot of the things I say. Everything I say is 
puro word vomit. But I think I talk about it more um, in the next few minutes deeper into this. I just wanted to say I'm super, 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 super grateful for all the opportunities that this podcast has opened up for me. Although it's just starting, it's so amazing how much good this is outlet is for me it's so beautiful and i encourage everyone to really um find their own ways to express themselves if it is through a podcast as much as possible i super duper support like a lot of people have come up to ask me how to make their own podcast like how do i do this how do i do that Where, what platform do i use and everything like that i am more than willing to teach you how more than willing to help you out through it um it is truly one of my passions and it has brought so much and all the good in my life. I really do not believe, I really don't think that there's any negative that has come out of this podcast yet. Although I am getting pretty stressed out about it, producing all of these things, um, working on all of these things all alone has been pretty heavy for me. Uh, It's kind of hard because I'm not working in a team anymore. And I've always been better in team settings. Um, But now, as this is just my thing, I do all of the editing. I do all of the promos. I do the speaking. I'm the talent here and everything. It's pretty hard. Um, But I'm growing in another sense because I'm learning. I'm challenging myself in a new way. And it's pretty fun. And I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Um, Yeah. Anyway, this episode or this series, it's just a part one because I wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to show another side of me. I think that a lot of people, kasi, or now that they've listened to this podcast, they have seen the very vulnerable sides of me. I'm sorry if you can hear the thunder. Honestly, there's no rain outside right now, but like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, a lot of people have seen the vulnerable sides of me already. But I think what I'm more known for... What am I more known for? I'm not known for it or anything. But another side of me that I really, really love and I'm really proud of is my leadership side. I love leading. I love mentoring. I love teaching. I love guiding people towards a right... To the, towards their path, towards a path. You know what I mean? Um I leadership is one of the most uh valuable skills that I have I think for me and I completely owe it to like my high school teachers and all that because I was such a quiet kid when I was a, when I was in grade school and like the start of high school but when they pushed me forward and like they forced me to become group leader and stuff like that. I started learning on my own what my own leadership style is. And I was able to apply it almost everywhere I went afterwards. I really grew and I really flourished as a leader from then on out. And yeah, that's why I wanted to have the Servant Leader series because I wanted to share more about that side of me i wanted to share my tips my journey and hopefully it'll help you guys too um i was not always i don't think i was a naturally born natural born leader i think it was made i think that i'm studying basically this um strengths course right now um and it's pretty cool but 
basically they tell you that you're born with talents but you form your skills and that takes knowledge and practice your talents yeah you're they're god-given they're, they're you're born with those and those are natural but they don't go anywhere if you don't um use it to the fullest or you don't like use it up you know what i mean like you don't make sulit them um and your skills are more of things that you can pick up things that you can learn i think leadership is both a talent and a skill because not everyone is able to um lead a team understand a team i think that one of the most important parts of being a leader is that you understand the people that you work for and work with but aside from that it's not just the understanding of people it's not just reading the room it's not just that it's being able to elevate them being able to maximize their talents and that takes skill that takes knowledge and that takes practice so as much as possible i want to share all of that in this series um i'm going to be bringing on a special guest i don't know if i'm going to be bringing on more than one but i'm going to be bringing on a special very special guest that i recorded with actually last night very 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 excited for you guys to hear that episode but that's not for now um I'm going to be talking about, in this episode, um, coming down from the pedestal, more of like vulnerability. I think the most important part about being a leader is that you're able to be amongst your people. I don't believe that a leader is put on a pedestal. I don't believe that a leader is someone who's above or better than everyone else. Like, genuinely for me, I don't think that even, like, just as a leader, you're not the smartest in your team just because you're the leader, you know? I think it just goes to show that you're, maybe you're the best at bringing these people together. Maybe you're the one who understands everyone's strengths the best and you're the one who's best at um, delegating to each member. But you're not the smartest and you're not the best just because you're the leader. And I think that the problem with our leaders now is that they make themselves seem so untouchable and they make themselves seem like they're not one of us anymore. Um, and my style of leadership, as I said, is pretty much of a servant leader. I serve my team. I am there to serve them. I am there to craft uh, or like build them up, mold them to be the best that they can be under me. I don't, they don't serve me. I help them. You know what I mean? So that's basically the vibes of what's going on now. But I just wanted to tie it in kasi with this whole podcast that a lot of people really have been coming up. Damn. It's not even raining. It's just, it's literally. Hold on. Okay, apologies. My bad. I brought my dog in to listen into this podcast normally genie's pretty quiet when it comes to recording i don't know what he's doing now my gosh genie you're embarrassing me so unprofessional and my bad talaga for recording during a thunderstorm literally there is no rain at all but um basically a lot of people have been coming up to me and commending me for um, being strong and being vulnerable, being open about all of my stories and the pain that I've dealt with in the past. But I think for me, 
one of the most important parts about being a leader is showing your humanity and showing your flaws. It's in accepting that you're not perfect and you don't know everything. I think that being a leader is acknowledging that there is something you lack and that your team is able to provide for you. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about here in this episode. I want people to be more open. I want people to be realer with themselves. I want people to um, break down their barriers, break down their walls. Um, and then after this, that's when you can lead like better, I think. For me, I really believe that when you are able to show who you really are to your your team, they're able to connect with you more. And with that, you're establishing rapport you're establishing like chemistry with them and i think chemistry is the most important part about having a team you know like a team cannot work well together if it isn't if you aren't if you don't get along you know what i mean like if you don't like each other okay you can work together but the best results really come when you are when you vibe when you establish a rhythm that works for all of you um and when you're able to like anticipate each other's moves um, and it, you're able to contribute to that, I think a team is, you know, you have to be fully yourself. You have to be real. You have to be honest. Now, hey, I'm not good at this. So that someone else in your team can contribute that instead so that you can make up the best um, possible outcome. But yeah, this episode is really just first to break down all of those barriers to make you comfortable with who you are, to trust in yourself, and to be more solidified in who you in like the the you behind closed doors, just as I am now with this podcast. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this series. Um, I can't wait to have more talks about leadership, talks about um, being your true and honest self. And yeah, enjoy. So now moving on to the topic of the podcast. Gosh, I like rambled for so long this time. But essentially, I'll tell you the background, of, like the backstory of this episode. Okay, so yun nga, a lot of people have been listening to my podcast ever since last year, which is not me bragging about it. But it's always been weird to have an audience listen to your darkest secrets, you know. And a lot of people who have reached out to me are always like, you're so brave and it's so shocking how brave you are to open up about these things because I never would. And for me, it has always been so natural to open up and it's always been so natural to wear my heart on my sleeve. I love talking about, you know, how your brain works. I love talking about my mental health. I love talking about um, what I've been through in the past because I as a person genuinely believe that if you put yourself out there, someone is going to appreciate it. Someone's going to hear your story and feel less alone. And I guess some people have been have been taken back by my vulnerability and especially my mom again if she's listening to this hello but 
she was very shocked by how open I really am on this podcast because it's like, don't you have anything to hide? Don't you want to be private about things? And truth be told, like, honestly, no, I don't. Because for me, I think it's my strength and I think that it's the reason why people really like me is that I'm very real about all that I go through and I'm not trying to sugarcoat it or hide it. You know, like, um, the journey there kasi... It used to be before the after talk. And that phase of my life was more of me trying to come out of my shell because I had so much to like I had so much to say, but no one knew anything about me. And because no one knew anything about me, I was so misunderstood by people. Or I felt misunderstood by people because like I guess my brain is pretty complex, or I don't know if it's complex or not, but like people did not understand me. And because of that, I was so frustrated all the time because I would be fighting with a lot of people. And it's like, I just want the best. Like, I all, like I am, I have the best intentions in mind. But sometimes they're taken another way because they view me in a certain light. And I just hate that. I hate the fact that I was put on... I, it's not that I was put on this pedestal. For some people, I was put on a pedestal. But for some other people, they had this preconceived notion of me that was completely false that I just am so frustrated by. And this podcast, uh, well, the, the what was this called again? Before the after talk was meant to like shatter that glass, break that barrier that this is not, that was not who I am. Before the after talk was like, because I was always so conscious of what people thought of me. So there was always that afterthought. Um, and I'd always regret what I'd say next. I was always judged by people. So whenever I would talk, there was always regret after it. Um, and with before the after talk, I was more like, you know, trying to push myself, like stop caring about what the people think. But at the end of that year, after the end of twenty. What what was it? 2020. Well, I already forgot the year. Yeah, at the end of 2020, I was like, I don't really care about what people think about me anyway. Like, I like being open. So I changed the podcast name to The Journey There because it is recording more of me growing up and me changing my personality, me learning from my mistakes, me breaking my heart over and over and over again and being real and vulnerable about that. And I... Is, I'm so blessed to have people who relate to that, who want to listen to me keep talking and talking and talking about it because I honestly think that I get sick of myself a lot of the time. But I, I recently just started finding myself again. See, honestly, it was part of the journey too to burn out, lose myself, lose my confidence, lose everything about me. And you, it was literally recorded here and I was open about it. I literally recorded my loss in an election. And for some people, they would close off, never show their face again. But what did I do? I showed it to you. I cried in front of you because that's part of the journey. You have to hurt first before you heal. That's how it works, you know? Um, and I want to serve as this inspiration for people because there are some people out there who really do not think that there's anyone out there who will ever love them or ever be there for them i'm telling you now dude like i felt that as well and if i can help it i will help it i will help you and 
I this is not just my journey, but it's yours as well. A lot of people have been hitting me up about this because like we're growing up together honestly if even even if you're like older than me or anything if you can relate to what i'm going through it's nice isn't it it's nice to listen back to what i'm saying and be like oh my gosh i remember when i i was hurting over that too when i was crying over a boy when i was blah 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 blah. like it's all part of it and it's nice to look back as well i guess for some of my older listeners I'm more of like nostalgic to them. But for more of my younger listeners, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But honestly, guys, and this was really, really nice and heartwarming for me. Um, But my mom, she listened to that episode. I don't know, honestly, which episode she listened to, but she listened to my LGBT episodes. And at the time, she was not very, I guess, aware of my sexuality or not. Like, yeah, I did come up come out to her when I was 15 but I think she was just in denial of it at the time so she never really processed it she never really took it seriously because at the time I was 15 years old and I'm not saying and I'm not discounting 15 year olds who have identified themselves already as lesbian gay bisexual whatever but that's your experimental phase and like that's exp- your that that age of yours you really are just testing the waters everywhere you go i feel like when i was going through all of that things that i was going through she was like it's okay you know she's just she's just testing the waters she's just you know in an all girl school there was no other person to kiss you know so she never took it seriously or i got i don't know i can't i can't speak for my mom with those things but now that I'm a 21-year-old adult and she listened to all of those episodes, she was taken back by it. And we had this really nice conversation just last night. And I do really, really want to record this on this day specifically because I want to be able to capture and immortalize the moment where my mother and my father finally accept me for me, finally accept me for who I fully am. And I say fully because they know snippets of me. And yun nga, I have different personalities with different people. They know most of those personalities, but they never knew me as as a teenager growing up. They never knew me as someone who was dating. They never knew me as a girlfriend. They never knew me as anything like that. And that's a really big part of my life, you know. Um so now that they do know those parts of me, we had this very, very nice and mature conversation about it. And I really, really respected it when they asked me up front, like, what does it mean to be bisexual? What does it mean um, to like girls and boys? Does that mean you're a bakla? Does that mean you're a tomboy? Parang, that's the way that my mom understood it because she was raised that way. And Again, part of the journey there, it's not just my journey. It's yours. It's hers. It's my dad's. It's everyone in my life. And I don't mean to document their journey, but like, it's a lot of growth. Coming from 2015, where they just closed it off and didn't think it was serious to now where they're really trying to learn. They're really putting in the effort to know me as this adult. I think we're making up for lost time because I hid so much from them. I hid so much from them because I was like, I guess 
in general, I change my personality with different people because I want everyone to like me. And I am such a people pleaser. And I think that's the reason why some people put me on a pedestal. Some people put me in a box. Some people really have these preconceived notions of me. They really do have these ideas of me that I get stuck in. And it's just really nice now that I don't have to do those things. And this podcast has opened that door for me with so many people. They understand who I am as a whole. And it's just so nice. Um, I am not hiding anything from my parents anymore. And that's for the very first time after how many months, how many years actually, not even months lang. Um, They... They said that they were willing to learn. They're going to learn. They have to read up on it. They're going to ask me a lot of questions. And I honestly don't take that. Like, I don't, I'm i not offended by that. I get it. You don't understand. And part of the journey there is to learn. You know, to learn and to get better. And my mom's only 50 years old. And my dad's only 51. Parang, it's, it's never too late to change. And... It's just really nice that I'm finally at this point. I cried my eyeballs out literally, literally for three days straight. Because for one, for the first um, night that my sister's episode came out, um, she was, it, it was like a shock in general that, oh my God, I have a podcast. The second shock was um, last night where uh, she found out I was you know, actually seriously bisexual. Um, and then this morning where it just sank in. Uh, oh my God. She finally accepts me after years of trauma and pain and self-harm and like suicidal thoughts and everything like that. Finally, I'm here. I literally, if you asked me this last week, literally yesterday, this time yesterday, if I ever thought my parents would accept me, I would laugh in your face like, no, they wouldn't. I was 100% confident that I'd have to move out of this house. I would not see the light of day at all anymore if they found out about this secret of mine. But now it's out in the open and we're taking steps towards learning more about each other to heal what happened in the past. Guys, I don't know, but being fine, like finally being put out of this box, out of this idea that I'm this person, that I'm this kind of Carlisle, was so beautiful for me. And I think that's the reason why I take pride in my vulnerability because it's like there would have been no other way for this conversation to come up. Honestly, I never planned on coming out to them again. I was just like, I might as well just die with this, this, this quote-unquote secret from them because they're never going to accept it anyway no it's because i put it out into this podcast i put it out into the world they it came back to them and it did something for me i don't like the idea that we have to hide ourselves we have to quote-unquote protect ourselves from the evils of the world because honestly the world is not all that bad and i keep saying this again and again and again but like the world's just a rock the world is inherently good. There is nothing in the world that's supposed to, you know, hurt you. Like, yeah, okay, sharks and everything. But that's because of the circle of life. We're not even going to get into that. Whatever. But the world does not care about you. The world is detached from you. It is a rock, okay? And who you are 
everything that you go through, you're pretty lucky to go through because all of those experiences are just, they just happen. They're just serendipitous. They're just like, I don't know. They were just coincidences, all of these things. It was just a coincidence that my mom listened to the podcast episode. It was just a coincidence that she's suddenly okay already. She's suddenly more mature and mature enough to accept me. All of these things are coincidences and they're very lucky, happy accidents for me personally. I had never, I I did not want her to listen to it. I did not mean for her to listen to it. She just happened to, you know. Anyway, going back, the world has so much to offer you, so much good to offer you. I know that there's a lot of bad in the world, but it's not because of the world. It's because of the people. And the whole reason why I hate that, I hate that premise of, or that idea that you have to shield yourself, guard yourself, wall, put up walls because the world is a bad place is BS. See, mom, I'm not cursing no more. Let's let's go. But like, I don't think that we all, I don't think any of us have to like guard ourselves. I mean, like, mm, I think it's not guarding yourself. I don't think it's putting up walls. I think you just have to put standards for yourself. Because that's the difference between standards and walls. Standards is you pick what you deserve. You walk away from what you don't deserve. When you put up walls, you put up you you close off to the idea of anything good and bad happening to you. Don't think that you're just protecting yourself you're also harming yourself by not allowing anyone in not allowing any love to come in honestly it was very very dangerous to come out with this podcast to talk about all of these things i'm not gonna lie if this ever gets bigger this podcast more people start listening to it obviously i'm going to start getting hate for it obviously there are people who are going to want to cancel me who are going to want to like disagree with me, fight with me, and that's okay. Because I put myself out there because there's still love in the world to receive from it. There was so much love that I got from putting this podcast out, and it's so amazing, and I'm so blessed to receive it, you know? And honestly, even as a leader, like even not, okay, as a person, yeah, you receive love that way. If you're a leader, if you're put in a position where people listen to you, pa, I think it's okay to be vulnerable, but it's okay to be open about these things. Because honestly, for example, me and my mom, I'm not, well, my mom, I guess the leader of the family, quote unquote, there, whatever, but like, um, she always made it out to seem like she was strong and she knew what she was doing. And because of that, I always expected her to know what to do. And everything that she did was deliberate. She put up so many walls that I did not believe that there was anything to her anymore. I just thought, this is this is just it. This is what I see is what I get. Because this whole time, she was putting up a front that she's strong. She can do it. She's perfect. She's okay. She's my mom. She knows what she's doing. And to a point, I get it. As a leader... You want to seem strong. You want to seem like you know what you're doing. But at the same time, if you put yourself in that position where you pretend like you know everything, 
less people will want to talk to you. Less people want, will want to open up to you. And I pride myself in being a leader that is close to the ground. I am very, very proud that I am close to the people that I work with. I am close to the people and I know their, I know their struggles and I adjust to it. I'm very, very proud of the fact that I'm not just a leader, but I'm a caregiver. I am their friend. I am their guide. I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to be someone who just barks orders at you. I want to be able to maximize your potential. I want. And how are you going to maximize someone's potential if you don't truly know them? But how are you going to truly know them if they don't want to open up to you? If some, if people, if you only put your best foot forward, they're going to put their best foot forward too. And you're never going to see who they really are. And you're never going to see the areas of improvement that they have. No one wants to put up the no one wants to put up their weaknesses. No one wants to say outrightly, "Oh, this is my mistake. Oh, this is my weakness. I am not good at this." blah 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 blah. But the fact is like the fact is if you tell us what you need help with, people will help. Or at least that's how it is with me and the people that I ser- I serve and work with. Um I don't know. For me, I just think that I lead with vulnerability everywhere I go because people tend to listen to me more knowing that I listen to them. The reason why people really believe in me is because they know I believe in them. And it's just a mutual like relationship, you know. I feel like if you ever I don't know, if you're not open so putting yourself out first, how are you expecting people to come to you? You know? And I learned that the hard way because I was so sad about it. I was like, huh, how come people aren't asking me for advice? I have so much on my mind, blah, blah, blah. Because they didn't know that. They didn't know that I had any substance to myself. They just thought that I was just Carlisle Chua who always studies, who always works, blah, 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 blah. No one really knew the side of me until I put it out for myself. Now people actually listen to me. People actually take my advice. People actually wanna know what I think. Because I put it out into the world that yeah, I have something to say and I'm also willing to learn. I'm also willing to listen. I get it. I'm on this podcast because you're listening to me, but I'm very, very closely listening to you guys all the time. Because honestly, no lie, I can't come up with all of these topics just by myself like just sitting in my room probably like i did that for the past how many not how many episodes naman but like when i went to start talking to atelia i got so many more so huh is that correct so many more so much more so much more ideas because i went outside of myself and i said this i think in the last episode before atelia came on that you have to work outside of yourself but that just means you have to put yourself down you have to take down those walls those barriers you have to be open and that does that comes with vulnerability and that's not a weakness that's a strength um and yeah so i'm very very proud of this podcast i'm very proud of where it has led me to i'm very proud of the direction of my life right now because i actually am enjoying it the and you know i think that's the beauty of it then you're able to really appreciate my i don't know like grabbing a man but like you're able to appreciate my journey more 
or I'm able to appreciate my journey more because I see that I was broken just a few months ago. Literally, in my loved and lost episode, dude, I think I cried in that episode, no lie. I was sobbing because it was there was so much pain in my heart. And now, how many months later? I don't even know. Four months later? Three months? I don't even know. But like, how many months later, here I am talking about how much I love life, how much I'm wanting to grow more, how I'm looking for new things, how I'm inspiring new people. The journey there is so much more beautiful because I am allowing you to see it. You know, anyway, that's all I have to say. A lot of people have been messaging me, so I think I have to go eat dinner now. But thank you so much for coming on to another episode with me. I really genuinely do believe that you are, I don't know, like you, I, I, I'm just grateful that you love me enough to listen and respect me enough to listen or you want to be here because you i don't know whatever i think it's just nice that you value me enough and thank you for valuing me um i guess be sure to follow me on all my social media platforms i'm on facebook um as www.facebook.com slash the journey there dot pod and same goes with instagram it's at the journey there dot pod um if you have any more topics you want to share with me go ahead and hit me up over there. Um, if you know me personally, of course, you can always hit me up, talk to me about these episodes. I love talking about my podcast and I love hearing what you have to say about my podcast. And you never know, my, one day I might bring you on here because I just love your thoughts. And yeah, thank you so much. I love you. I let I literally, genuinely, truly do love you. And here's to the journey there. Okay, bye!